This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 8-12-15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Thank you, Carla. Beautifully done, Frank. Very nice. Thanks. So, um... Oh, I'll tell you what I did this week. I carried a cake over two miles. Wow. It's, I don't think I've ever carried a full-sized, proper, heavy cake on a plate thing that you do far. Love a, you do love a world record attempt, though, I do. You? Funnily enough, I was watching them. I forget what they're called. You'll know, Al. There's something giants, which is like um, a branch of the world's strongest men. <laughs> oh, right. They were on in Manchester. I was half waiting for Alan to come striding out in a mankini. <laughs> Excuse Didn't happen. me. I think you'll find the world's strongest men is very much my specialist area. Well, that, that, well you, <laughs> both, you both have mine. a foot in the, uh, in the resin tray. I would say. I had a foot and a lot more than that. It was amazing. There was a bit where they had to carry two very, very heavy weights and run with them, but they looked like they were suitcase shaped. So it looked wow. like someone running for a boss. Uh, a big man running for a bus. Very heavy luggage. Yeah, and then when they yeah. got to the other end, they had to drag an anchor back oh, yeah. the other way. Oh, do you know they mm. love an anchor? Oh, man, I don't know what they'd do with that, an anchor. What would they carry? They'd have to use livestock. <laughs> What about, well, it's very tricky for them. I mean, I, I realise I'm obsessed by them and I talk about them rather too frequently. But what about when he told me, I was quite shocked, it was Terry, I think he was the British entrant, about how often he breaks toilet seats. Oh. No, I can. Uh, what with these? Is that what they do instead of ripping up phone books? <laughs> no, there are no longer. They do a, ten minutes of gurning, and then snap it in two. There were four. I think in the top ten, there were four men from Ukraine. Oh, if I yeah. was Putin, I would think twice before going in there. A lot of yeah, Ukrainians, a lot of... It a, it as a numbers game, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Boz um, had a secret Santa at school and his secret Santa present was an enormous cream strawberry and a velvet... Is it velvet, do they call that Red kind velvet, of cake? Red velvet, darling. Red velvet cake. yeah. Which is, was lovely, but quite heavy. And mm. there's only really one way to carry a cake like that, and that's in front of you. You know what I mean? So, um, like you're bearing the crown on a cushion at the coronation, that kind of... Hang on, his secret Santa was a giant yes. cake. Goodness me. Well, the rule at their school is you have to make your present for the other person, not you can't just go out and throw that's money lovely. at the problem. Someone made him a red velvet cake. Yeah, one of the kids in the class made him well, a cake. Well, I was just going to ask, was it a parent or oh, a child? No, I, well, it was a child's name on it. Oh, he's he goes, I, don't I, delve. Left it. I do not delve. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to the sort of school where those kids that are like protégés that end up on Junior MasterChef go. That's class, amazing. Class warfare from uh, Alan isn't. Cochran. Alan Cochran, former drama school student. Yeah. Got a grant. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, we all did, dear. I got two. I got two, I'll be honest Fair with you. Play. Well, um, don't bring me into this. I can't imagine which side I'd with degrees. So, yeah, I've never carried a cake two miles in my life. And I'll tell you something now on the subject of the world's strongest men. I think they'd have struggled with it. You? Yeah. <laughs> you use muscle. Because what do you carry like that out in front of you for any period oh, yeah. of time? You just, all you carry like that is a plate from 
from kitchen to table kind of thing. But um, to carry it two miles over rough terrain... Mm-hmm. Rough terrain, Frank, come on. Hampstead Heath. <laughs> and did you have... Was it What sort of a plate was it on? It was in an upturned um, quality street... Um, oh, thing. So, so it sat on the tray, and then the the the, the bowl of the uh, of the quality <laughs> street became the lid. Uh, the world was upside down there for a second. <laughs> Did you keep it intact? Oh yeah, it was a great cake. I didn't drop it, but I could feel it in my shoulders and forearms after that. The cake workout. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I'm really proud you kept that cake intact. Yeah, thanks. Oh, I think that's so. Great. You should try it. Um, have, a day, right. have a day off the kettlebells. Um, <laughs> that's what they call. And just try. When you get your Christmas cake, just go around the block four or five times out. You'll feel the the sinews rising. You look like a William Blake painting, I'm or Madonna, or anyone else <laughs> with their veins on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was just scribbling down your cake workout, which I'm going to take a lot yeah, of credit tr- for online. Honestly, it's hard. You know, there are things, and I'm, I know you're, you know, I respect that you are, you know more about um, building muscle than I, but you know, when you use <laughs> muscles that you don't normally use, that's my point. You don't, oh, you wouldn't get, that, dear. you don't see people carrying, you know, the th- the big, the weights, the circular weights you put on the end for a, a, yeah. a whatever you call them. We used to call them a barbell, but I don't think they call them yeah. that anymore. No, you don't see anyone carrying those like a plate of pancakes. That's basically <laughs> what That's I was true, doing. Yeah. That's what they should try. I suppose it was like that moment just before you released the Cabre in the mm-hmm. Highland Games, but for two miles. Yeah, and significantly lighter, I would suggest. Well, my point is, it was a great cake. It was one of the best. I'd be worried if a personal trainer suggested the cake walk as as an exercise. Oh, yeah, the cake walk. Maybe that's where it comes from. Um, Doctor Who news. Doctor would have to get told to shut that cake. Hang on, Al. 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 Doctor Who news, apparently. Uh, No, I I was happy for that. To hear shot your cake off on national radio, it sort of disappeared. Who was the last person that said that? It must have been Del Boy. Pro- probably me. Actually. It could have been. Could have been. Um, Michael Sheen. There's been rumours that Michael Sheen, the man of a thousand faces, is um, was going to be the next Doctor Who. Oh. And I tell you what, he said he he made a, a thing, uh, a, a statement, and he said, "Now this is something I always say that it's a sort, a sort of thing that Dave Swift in Sales would say. I mean, not not there isn't a real person, but you know the kind of bloke. I mean, he said that uh, it ain't me, and it's that oh. use of ain't. He went ain't. He, he went completely ain't. Um, Did he? So he's he not going to be. I didn't know he was uh, I did, I didn't, from uh, what I call the Ain't Brotherhood. No, I I, uh, I didn't think he was an Ain't. Uh, who sits in the Ain't no. Brotherhood chair? Like, who can you most imagine? Does Clarkson say Ain't? Um, oh, I, you know I, what? I think he might be too smart to say I Ain't. I think he yeah. might. Okay. I think I'd that, go someone like Jamie Oliver or Vinnie Jones, someone Southern. <laughs> Oh. No, I'm not. I'm, well, no, okay, well, that's this morning's texting. <laughs> Celebrity most likely to ironically use the word ain't. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, he's not going to be the new Doctor Who, Michael Sheen, it turns yeah. out. No, I thought of someone who did say it. Didn't Alexander Armstrong use it? Oh, yes. Because he, on one of his... Um, I'm going to call it albums. Uh, <laughs> albums. Uh, on one of his albums for the elderly, he, um, he did... Um, <laughs> Golden Brown, the uh, Stranglers here, and what he said about it was, Stranglers light, it ain't, was what he actually said. So uh, which now- is weird as well that he used it then, because, of course, that's exactly what it was. Um, which he, I mean, don't use I if it's not going to be true. Don't get me wrong, he's a lovely bloke, but the albums, you know, even home nods. As they say. <laughs> so he's sitting in the arm, the armchair, the Armstrong chair is there, at the moment. Is there a is there a new album this Christmas? I haven't seen the. Oh. Uh, no, I'm y- saying he's sitting in the ain't armchair. But you know, with his um, overcoat collar turned up, walking oh through a cornfield. Oh, please stop this! I can't. <laughs> I don't get the alerts anymore. No. What, the Armstrong I, alert. I think yeah. I think the album has not uh, has not come out this year. Armstrong oh, album alert. I don't want. I mean, don't don't not check Amazon on my. Account. Hang on, he'd had Scarborough Fair, didn't he? He did. I oh, was that mm. on the last album. That was on the difficult first album. Um, they're they're both quite difficult. <laughs> Um, by the way, when I was saying that Michael Sheen isn't going to be Doctor Who, I wasn't. Cre- he was. He was. He was nice about Doctor Who, just that he hadn't got the job. I'm d- mm-hmm. I don't want any rage against the M Sheen. <laughs> just because he hadn't got what I believe Princess Diana referred to as the top job. No, what, what, was she up for Doctor Who? She was. Um, no, slightly, not everyone uh, considers that the top job, Frank. Mm. She <laughs> meant the ultimate job, and she referred to it. I think she once said of Prince Charles, "I'm not sure if he will ever get." what I call the top job. Ah, what mm. I liked about that is you look down at the floor for a bit. It's impossible to do yes. a Princess Diana without looking down at the floor for part of the impression. Mm. You ain't um, wrong, my friend. If, if she had her own radio show, you'd need a mic on the desk level and one just above to allow for the, the bowed humility. Mm. We've had a lot of our readers getting in touch suggesting names for the ain't chair oh lovely this is the celebrity most likely to say ain't which is uh, uh that's quite a good title to have in your life so we have john hopkins yes he's a regular isn't he yes you mm. always call him hopkins <laughs> he says i bet hugh grant throws in a few ironic ain'ts oh, do, oh maybe slightly posh ain't he's gone to the posh <laughs> ain't side of things yeah now i can hear that because there's hopkins a slight is never wrong yeah mm. there's a slight sense of dressing down when um, <laughs> oh, yeah. when hugh grant does an ain't yes i think so <laughs> And he says, on the subject of Alexander Armstrong's album, Music for the Elderly... Sorry. No, it's not called... It is not called that. Can we make that clear? Anyone who's trying to find it now on... Often um, played loud, that album. Very, very loud, indeed. <laughs> and apparently, on the vinyl version, Smells of Lavender. <laughs> what does he cover on it? In olden days, a glimpse of stalking. Look, I bet, I bet um, he sold a lot. 
Oh, you ain't lying. No. Does the golden brown he croons about refer to Werther's original? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Xander. No, he's been... Uh, it's all right, he'll be fine with it. Mm. Mm. Um, Ian Bottrell, based on past form with Let's Be Avenue... Delia Smith would exclaim, ain't like a canary. Oh, oh yeah. Good. I mean, can I just, can we unpack that little tweet? Like I a agree. canary? I mean, that works on a lot of levels. A lot First of, of all, it's a tweet. tweet. A second. Yeah. Oh, Frank. Uh, second. <laughs> um, Norwich. Norwich, of course. She's the Norwich uh, chairperson, yeah. I believe. And also, of course, she was a, a cage fighter in um, <laughs> in this in the Suffolk town of Dis when she was a teenager. Peter Sheridan has suggested uh, the late Derek Acora, who used to say, I ain't going in there. Oh, right. The world of spirits. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, I mean, we've got so many of these, so I'll save some of these up for you. I wonder if... um, Is Derek Acora on the other end of any other act? No, spiritualist act. I beg your pardon. Uh, well, is he is he like our man in um, in uh, you know the land of spirits? I wonder if there's anyone who's using him as a familiar. Oh, what, what was that? his familiar called? Is it Joe? Oh, what was it? Uh, what was the name of Derek Acora's familiar? Eight, twelve, fifteen. He, he used to get angry with him, didn't he, sometimes? The familiar got yeah. angry with Derek. Derek was f- extremely respectful to... Uh, Nick Bartram, Greg Wallace is in the ain't chair. Oh, oh yeah, this yeah. Soup, that soup ain't, He says, that soup ain't bad, Herbert. <laughs> 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 very good um, ain't... Um, <laughs> Work. Yeah. What was the word I was, was going to... Yeah, it's, it's sort of a bit like when you go dousing for ain'ts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all of those people, I, it sits easy on their lips. Well done, everyone, on Thank the you. ain't <laughs> front. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, Ginsburg's Pasty oh, has suggested another ain't chair contender, Fats Domino. Mm. Oh, of course, ain't that a shame. Yeah, but I suppose that's an ironic ain't from mm. uh, Fats, or I don't know... It could. Can we still call him Fats? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Al. <laughs> thanks for that permission. Um, yeah. And Grumpy Dad has suggested Emily Dean. I reckon she says ain't three to four times a day. Oh. <laughs> oh, sir, how wrong you are. Well, I'm not very ain't really. No. I'm a I... lot of things, but I'm not very ain't. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a song from uh, Oliver. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very ain't, Bill. I don't care what you say, but I can't, Bill. <laughs> I mean, I'm ancient, but I'm not oh, ancient. No. Oh, no. Never on. you. Never Stop. you. OK. Um, never. I wondered if Frank might be interested in me reading a text that begins, Frank's dead right. Yeah, it sounds good um, so far, unless, yeah. it's, uh, unless it's talking about any of my limbs. I mean, I'm happy to... I've cleaned that up a bit. Always happy to read out you're being corrected, but here we've got someone affirming your uh, point. Frank's dead right. The unnatural <laughs> action of holding a kick with your elbows bent at a right angle for a length of time strains your arms. Well, uh, so far agreeing with you, but who is this guy? Do they even know what they're talking about? It continues, I'm a chef and it happens to me. 
and then there's some praise but I mean there's a chef verifying the difficulty of what you've described yeah I mean I wonder how far he's carrying it might work in a really big kitchen mm-hmm. might be in room oh. service might be uh, from kitchen to room yeah. you see I think I would have been very tempted to sing carry that weight mm. if I'd have been you carry that you, cake yeah just in your brass and pockets thing I wouldn't have been able to help myself. How could you resist? I was in too much pain to sink. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I really got to a point where I thought I want to put. I can't put it on the floor. It's very muddy out here. But you know, it was such a nice. I mean, it tasted great. And the good thing was, mm. is I'd burnt off the calories carrying it. Mm. So then mm. I was able to enjoy a nice big fat slice with a big fat strawberry on the top. Okay. Mm, 854 has reminded us we've had a lot of people. 441, Derek Acora's chat was Sam. Chap? 854. <laughs> Derek, chap? Derek Acora's familiar yeah. was Sam. They first met 2,000 years ago when Derek was in Ethiopia. Oh, I didn't know the origin story of their relationship. He was an Ethiopian boy, I believe, yeah. That reminds me, I saw a documentary about um, a guy who said he was possessed by Handel, um, you know, thingy Friedrich Handel, and I can't remember the first thingy name. Thingy Friedrich What's the first Handel. name? Oh, I'm not sure if that's... <laughs> anyway, you know... to Module the, 1 Messiah. at the Royal Academy of Music. Messiah Handel, that, that Handel. George Frederick that Handel. Thanks. Uh, GFH. You, you couldn't get a grip on handle there. Could I you? could. I just uh, couldn't. I yeah. just couldn't. And he, he <laughs> they you. interviewed this guy, and he said, um, "Well, um, yes, I first met Handel when I was the society beauty uh, lady Anastasia Dufon." Um, and we both lived, and I thought, this can't get any more ridiculous. And then he said, and we both lived in Atlantis at the time. I thought, mate, too many liars. Too many liars there. If you'd have left it, if you just said, I feel I'm in contact with Handel, that would have been fine. Then you're a society beauty. And now you're man from Atlantis. Oh, I saw a strange... How did this happen? I was, I've been watching um, the, the Test Cricket from Australia. I was always thinking, I can't believe that this is happening live in Australia and I'm watching it on telly. What time is it then? About three in the morning? It starts about four in the morning because it's a day-night game. That's but the question. incredible thing, the ball goes out to the boundary, pursued by a fielder. You know, there's advertising all around. What is being mm-hmm. advertised on the boundary... Woolworths. Shut up. Wow. What? What is the time difference between <laughs> here and Australia? Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Can you remember? Oh, I mentioned that that they. I presume they still have Woolworths in. Um, Australia, then, unless you know someone just hasn't taken the sign down, which seems unlikely. Mm. Well, Ian Angle, Angel, has uh, has texted one of his jokes. Frank, why would the Aussies need Woolies when it's their summer? You see, yeah, I, I yeah, I Woolworths, see. Woolies. No, I get it. I think, I think that's all right. <laughs> do you remember their advertising uh, slogan? How do you feel if someone responded to your joke like that? I get it. Mm. I think it's all right. Yeah, well, yeah. as long as they've paid. <laughs> Um, you get used to it. Um, yeah, <laughs> Woolworths advertising slogan. Do you remember? Oh well, it was what was it? Woolies. It oh. was that's the wonder of Woolworths. Uh, 
And at Christmas, there was a song that went, that's the wonder of Woolworths. That's the wonder of a Woolies Christmas. It was really... Um, Did the estate of Elvis Presley sue? Um, Priscilla Presley, I believe. I, I, I don't think they, they did. Fav- mm. Favourite um, advertising slogans of all time that aren't quite right? Okay. Um, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, that aren't do, you that right. do you remember the? Uh, we don't want just good advertising. No, we don't want to go to work on an Obviously, egg or our our our, um, our purpose is to sneer at them, <laughs> not to celebrate them. I'm here for that. Do you remember the Kellogg's one? We come here to sneer at sea. Uh, <laughs> I never understood the Kellogg's one. Maybe someone could under. Apologies. The Kellogg slogan used to say, we don't make cereals for anyone else. Oh. Oh, yeah. Who who accused you of that? <laughs> also, yeah. who cares what you do in your spare yeah, time? Yeah, it's fine. You can, you know, I know I know you've got other, other, another life. We don't care <laughs> what you get up to. Were they Kellogg? accused? Was there a scandal <laughs> going on? There's someone, hold on, this is a, there's a, this is cornflakes. Even though oh, it's dear. called um, Golden Snow, it's actually cornflakes. I feel also, you're right, Kellogg's are involving us too much in the background. Yeah, I don't want to know your business. <laughs> we don't want to know that's what's a, going on. As scandals go for Dr. Kellogg, I believe that small beer is uh, him making cereal for other people. Yeah, I just <laughs> think it's... Um, I, I don't get that. Should I? Do- Dr. Kellogg was um, was an interesting one. I'll tell you off there. Can, okay, can I say another slogan which I've always struggled with? Go on. I think it was too complex a concept to grasp as a slogan. Keep it simple, Morrow, as I once heard shouted at Arsenal. Ironically <laughs> enough, some may say. <laughs> Never knowingly undersold. Oh, yeah. I, I, no one really knew what it meant. I don't know what undersold exactly. means. Exactly. And how old are you? How old am I? I don't really know. I know what it means now, but it's too much. No, that's that's a good point. I've never really used the word knowingly. Knowingly is is (laughs) if we ignore the internet. That's what they mean. I mean, I'm glad it it happened because there was a a fast bowler called John Lewis and everyone used to say never knowingly underbold, which was... (laughs) Oh, that's good. And I know what that underbold means. It means you don't get enough overs from your captain, but I don't know what undersold means. I think it's a terrible error. Let's end on a more uplifting one. What about Mm -hmm. um, Skittles... Taste the rainbow. Oh, oh <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely skittles. I love a skittle. Can I have a skittle? Go, 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 go. I taste the rainbow. Beautiful. <laughs> and they don't make skittles for anyone else. <laughs> this is Frank This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. We've actually just had a text come in that says, uh, guys, there is Woolworths in South Africa too. (laughs) Is there really? And I, say, I love the use of guys, especially if it's yeah, slightly passive-aggressive. Yeah. Um, it continues, it's pretty much like M&S here. Have a good one. Andy Williams. Oh. What are the chances? Almost there. We're almost there. 
that was my Andy Williams. What did you think? Andy yeah. Williams asked me once. It's not that terrible. He, Andy Williams said, "If we Too brought out, he said, mm-hmm. if we brought out my old shows, you remember the, the shows that had the cookie bear and the man in the suitcase things. He, he did like comedy skits. Okay. He said, if we brought them out on DVD, do you think they'd sell? What did you say? Oh, please don't tell me you gave one of some of your useful bits of advice. Uh-oh. I said, yeah, get them out there, Andy. Oh, that's and nice. he said, you think so? I said, yeah, they're really funny. They're timeless. Did he get them out there? I hadn't watched one for like thirty-five years." I, they did, I don't think it happened. No. But I like, I like the idea of Andy Williams asking me about his um, merch merch decisions. You know, I got hoisted you... by my own petard this week. I was speaking to uh, Jonathan Ross, and mm. he he was offering advice, and I said, you're like Frank Skinner giving advice to Andrew Lloyd Webber. And you know what he said to me? Yes. And it, how did that work out? He took the advice. He did, actually. <laughs> yes. there you go. We found, I found out years later... Josh Jeffrey Frank says, in the 90s, just talking about ads, those were the days, hey, golfing legend Seve Ballesteros mm. did an advert for Sunderland waterproof clothing. Did he? At the end, he muttered the slogan, I don't think there's nothing better than Sunderland. The double <laughs> negative suggesting that there are indeed better options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think there's nothing better than Sunderland. Yeah, um, That's good. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, but in his charming Spanish oh, accent. Spanish way. Didn't he do American Express as well? I've got, an, so, I've got yeah. an image of a Seve with... Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. No, Dan Parsons has uh, texted in just really sort of unfortunate slogans. Time Warner, enjoy better. Fine, I'll watch something else. <laughs> 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 Enjoy better. What does that mean? It's a bit mm. borat. It's not working for them. You're supposed to enjoy better than you currently enjoy. Mm-hmm. Well, it mm. seems to be Improve putting your a, enjoyment. Also, okay. Al, it seems to be putting a lot of the responsibility for the enjoyment on you. Could you please enjoy this better? Interesting point. That how much we are responsible for our own enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Let's not make this a phone a texting. <laughs> I love it when the show creeps into philosophy. <laughs> yeah, me oh, too. That's what gets me up. <laughs> we in the do, but out there, <laughs> you think? I hear the clicking of a thousand dials. <laughs> well, in that case, how about we head down the old previously road? Ah. Do you fancy a bit of that? Yeah, this is when people are kind enough to text and email us about things that were on uh, previous shows, the show. So a lot of people listen to the show on a podcast, for example, mm. and people that just cannot stand the music that I choose. <laughs> OK. Um, Do we have a jingle for them, Frank? Well, we have an outside world jingle. We don't have an actual previously one, but I think this, we have an all-purpose jingle, which would I can use. What do you think of this? I don't know, it always cheers me up. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be that one that you play. Which one is that? Al? Al's oh, gone. I think we've lost Al. Do, do you think Al meant... Hello. Al's back. Hey. Hey. I knew hey. Al would be brought back. That's like when you bring someone out of a coma by playing them uh, take that. <laughs> 
Do you I know, applied Dancing uh, Lasher Tomboy and I'll <laughs> came back on air. I find it very triggering after my Dancing Bear incident, that music. What was your Dancing Bear well, incident? I remember the Dancing Bears. When I went, it just reminds me of that. That's the sort of music they play in the circus for the Dancing Bear. Oh, is it really? really? Yeah. Have you never seen you them? You don't get... No. You don't really get the Dancing Bears. We'll talk in the break. Yeah. Okay. They're part of the uh, unemployed circus people now. <laughs> Out to pasture. Unemployed circus? Do they not even do cannon anymore? Um... Do what? Do they not even fire someone out of a cannon? I haven't seen anyone fired out of a cannon for a, for a long time. Um, it's I don't know how they did that within a tent. Because one imagines they go along... I don't know if I've ever they seen They had it. a hole in the top of the tent, that's how. That, what, they fired them through the hole in <laughs> yeah, the tent? That right, cannot possibly be... <laughs> that cannot be true. <laughs> that's, I think that's called first-degree murder. <laughs> 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 Always popular at the circus. <laughs> We have got some emails about things that we discussed previously on the show. I'd like to bring Frank's attention to an ecclesiastical complaint that uh, Karen Dodgson has sent in. Um, sorry, bit, sorry to be pedantic. I'm suspecting she isn't. No, on this show, uh, it's it's fine. Sorry to be pedantic, but please, can you tell Frank Skinner to stop saying there were three wise men? The wise men brought three gifts, but nowhere in the Bible does it say how many wise men there were in the group. Thank you. <laughs> I might have put a bit of tone on that. Yeah, I've seen it on a Christmas card, though. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, your move, Karen. Check me out. Yeah, and also, you know... Literally, Karen. We three kings, you know. Not, oh, don't get me started on We Three Kings. I didn't. I had never realised that, Karen. Seriously, I think that's a good point. I, I, I've always accepted that there was uh, three. Does yeah. it never say three then? Well, according to Karen. To Karen. Okay. Well, well I see you as the got... authority, Frank, on these matters. Well, she I might have just got her Bible from somebody older than her at school that's crossed out the word three all the way through it. Yeah, that's oh, possible. That pesky but Gideon up to his old it. tricks again. <laughs> yeah. He's always the naughty Section one. Section on the Trinity is a bit, um, <laughs> a bit vague. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I um, I never knew that. No. Okay then, the wise men. Well, also, are they kings or are they wise men? As we know, the two are mutually exclusive. Next, I mean, well, in my experience, not and it's not often you get both in the same vessel. But no, there we go. No, no. Seeing as it's an inherited position, I with think very Sol- few Solomon, skills. and then they broke the mode. <laughs> you think what? Mm-hmm. That Solomon, yeah. he was wise, and then that was that. There'll be mm-hmm. some shockers though. Herod, terrible man. Um, Juan can... Carlos of Spain. Who's your favourite king? Know, I don't know anything who's, about him. But I just, king. I just couldn't doing... think of a king. Who's your favourite king at this point? Ledley King, former England I player. Think no, he was him. a good player. Though. I'm <laughs> happy with Mark Ledley. Mark King, former level 42 front oh. man. And, uh... King? Do you remember him? <laughs> there was a, do you remember him? The 80s star who was just called King. He's from Coventry. <laughs> What about arriving at that? I just Did call myself King. That will do. Love and pride. <laughs> Love and pride. I think he was uh, Prince's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he was married to Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh, it all makes sense. It all makes sense in the end. 
Um, pop lineage here on Absolute Radio. Uh, what else? Um, what else on the uh, previous? Because I, I like I like the idea that people are taking ideas from the previous week and allowing them to marinate and then bringing something new to the table. Mm. Uh, that's what I think. Well, the three kings. Mm, that or was not. a good one. We don't yeah. know. This is another the kings. three kings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on, hello, Emily, and the others. My kind of guy. Wow. Les <laughs> Outre. Deal with it. On last week's show, Emily took issue with the lyrics to We Three Kings. Lyrics is an interesting... <laughs> well, they are. I suppose they are. They have to qualify. the opening line was structured incorrectly. You may recall, readers, I'm sure you thought of Little Else all week, I mm. had a major problem with We Three Kings of Orient R. Comma. It just didn't sit well with me. Frank didn't agree. Alan didn't. I've got my own mind. I've, I've held firm on this. Perfect. But we three kings of Orient are isn't the whole sentence. It's just the first half of one. The full sentence is, we three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar. So I think that works. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of reasons to pick grammatical holes in hymns and carols, but I don't think this is one. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping if this is read out, it's in a tone that's light and cheery rather than grumpy or aggressive. OK, I, I love, love, love stage directions. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. I like ignoring them. I love I, you all. I love you all very much. Oh, that's nice. And <laughs> look forward to my Saturdays with you. That is from Tim in Colchester. Thank you, Tim. Peace yes. and love. Mm. Tim, now enjoy an oyster this Christmas. Oh. I think that's what Colchester's famous for. You looked at me like I said no, something. No, I'll tell you why I was looking at you. Go on. Because the producer was waving a fez in my eye line. And oh, you know what that, that means? That means shut up, doesn't yeah, it? Mm. I know okay. what that means. Okay, let's. Um, we three presenters of Absolute R, we know the rules. <laughs> yeah, but are the three of us? <laughs> Two, four, mm -hmm. eight. I imagine Paul Daniels to have used the word ain't quite oh, often. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's Gaz in Berry. Thank you, Gaz. Paul Daniels. I remember when he came and knocked on my dressing room door at the BBC and said, come and see my set. And we, it took me into it and he'd, he'd got like his... The studio was done as a nightclub because that's where, he'd, oh, yeah. that's where he'd learnt oh, his trace. Oh, bless his heart. And introduced me mm -hmm. to Ali Bongo. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Yeah. Did you like it? You're uh Did I like Ali Bongo? Did you like it? Ali Bongo, <laughs> a bit of a magic uh, legend. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Um he, and his brother of course ball, uh, chemi chemical Ali Bongo. Oh <laughs> military. Come on. <laughs> I mean, today, I'm not accusing you of name-dropping, but we've had Paul Daniels and Andy Williams in the yeah, same that, show. Yeah, that is, that is true. And Ali Bongo. And Jonathan Ross. Oh, what a spread. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I like a bit of name-dropping. It's, uh, it's all good fun. Wow. I wasn't accusing you. Just no, I don't. I'm, wall, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, it's you... never an accusation <laughs> in my book. Um no. Surely Bob Dylan resides in the Aintree. It ain't me, babe. Bob Dylan resides in Aintree. <laughs> I know, he's a big horse racing enthusiast. Is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Um, isn't okay. I'm going to do a bit more name dropping. Uh, Dennis Leary, the uh, mm-hmm. comedian actor. That's what I call him. Some call him actor comedian. And you but, shared a, a digs with him, as my mother would say. I did. He's a, he's a great bloke, and mm. he um, was invited to Bob Dylan's house, oh. and went out there, and he could see as he drove down the drive, he could see um, Bob Dylan in the distance shouting at some dogs. <laughs> and he was trying to gather them in his dogs he was trying to get them in the house and they wouldn't come to him and he was screaming um, all that and uh, the dogs wouldn't come and then he saw Dennis and he came over and he said oh, can you get the dogs in help me can you help me get the dogs the, the dogs won't come to me and uh, they had to go out and Dennis had to help him try and get the dogs in <laughs> And then, and then they went back and they composed the song "Who Let the Dogs Out." No, I don't oh. think I don't think that was theirs. No, I think it was. <laughs> they put a different name on the credit, obviously. Do you know? I love the idea of Bob Dylan. Even Bob Dylan has to bend down to pick up his mm. dog's bathroom break. Yeah, well, I don't know if I don't know if he actually does that. He might have. Do you a think person. he has an assistant? He might, no, have, might he... have a person. I'm, I'm betting Bob Dylan just leaves it there. Do you think mm, he does? Just buys a new pair of gold boots when they become too caked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what's the point of being a legend if you can't do that? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, that's a, that wasn't a rhetorical question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Four zero one has uh, has asked, aren't the Maggie? Is it Maggie or Magi or yeah, the Magi? M A G I. Magi. Yeah. Uh, wise men, but not kings. Aren't they named Casper, Balthazar, and Melchior? Hence, there are three. Or are the names not part of the Bible canon? That question to <laughs> Frank Skinner. No, that question to Karen. <laughs> she's the uh, yeah. she's the uh, Noel. Are those their names? <laughs> I think they are. Noel, 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 Noel. Do you think uh, Liam Christmas used to shout Noel. taunt Noel with that? You would have if that had been your brother. Oh yeah, probably. I imagine him be taunting him with anything he could reach, <laughs> be it physically or intellectually. You let him have it both barrels. I wish they'd make up, especially at Christmas. <coughs> they will. Yeah. Oscar, they, uh, they will. It's it's just, it's a bit déclassé to fall out at Christmas. Déclassé, beautiful. OK, thank you. Oh, that's right, up there with Madame Sosostris, <laughs> the famous clairvoyant. <laughs> what else from the past? George Minister, one of your friends, Frank. Really? I am old mm. enough to remember the toothpaste ad. Your, oh, sorry, the emphasis was all incorrect there. I want to do that again. I'm old enough to remember the toothpaste ad. You'll wonder where the yellow went when you brush your teeth <laughs> with Pepsodent. OK. Oh, you'll wonder where the yellow went. You wouldn't get that now, no. would you? That's too real. No. They exposed mm-hmm. the innards a lot more in those days. I remember there used to be a, a, a toothpaste advert where... Um, it used to, uh, a, a person went into a shop and was looking at toothpaste and the grocer 
Mm. It's actually had a caption that said Mr. Mason grocer. And he'd got like a, a white, like a, almost like a lap coat on. Mm. And he said, Can I recommend this toothpaste? Um, uh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you be happy if you could reduce your plaque by blah blah blah? Mm. And the and the customer said, "Is that possible?" And he said, "We hope so." And I thought, "Who's we? <laughs> what are you? Saying? <laughs> you work in a shop. You're Mr. Mason Grocer, not Mr. Mason Dental Researcher. I've never known such pomposity." In the midst of an advert. Anyway, if you're watching, Mr. Mason, you won't be. I'm guessing you're no longer with us. Yeah. No. Ah, well, you had a good innings. Yeah. I don't um, know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had someone, I'm trying to find it, but we had someone uh, suggesting, well, we had a couple of things. There was someone saying... They didn't understand Never Knowingly Undersold. This was Che. I still can't get that one to make sense in my head. Frank Skinner, perhaps you could explain that while I just dig out another one. Well, I'm happy to have a try. Um, but it, that clock... Have you noticed now that Sarah, the producer, started putting the, the uh, fez down like this? So that um, <laughs> when the bosses say that link was too long, she'll say, well, you heard me put the fence down. It wasn't my oh, fault. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to actually take any responsibility anymore for anything. I, I, where are we going to be? Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I'd like to bring your attention to a story that's been in the news this week. Um, oh. And that is that some... Um, researchers you know often interchangeable with nerds that word these researchers mm -hmm. have spent their time in lockdown watching 25 marvel universe movies oh. and um, and what they've come up with is that these characters are going to age badly they're going to have a tough time in old age okay things like chronic conditions this is based on their sort of their superhero sort of lifestyles essentially yeah yeah i think it takes its toll on the uh, on the body being um i should think a it's superhero <laughs> i mean i do you remember we used to mock researchers that devoted their time to shampoo instead of um, curing disease mm. now i wonder if if these are sort mm. of peak researchers wasting their time with their... I well, suspect also, they might just be trying to put their um, Netflix subscriptions through on expenses. <laughs> That's what it is, Al. I think you'll find that they are on uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus too, those. yeah. yeah. Um, I um, th There seems to be a few that they haven't seen all the films, because one of the things they said was that Iron Man will fare well in old age. Mm. Oh. I think they've missed a fairly recent Avengers movie. I think is I can he, say it is now. Is he quite a uh, heavy liver, is he? Is I'm he... saying he doesn't... Um, it's the living thing that doesn't go so well. Oh! Uh, yeah. oh spoiler Frank. alert. No, but come on, that's been out. Oh, years. come on, like I care. Um, yeah. I care, but you know. Also, yeah, I know, although I would say Iron Man... I mean, you know my feelings on these comic book people, mm -hmm. but... What I would say is, if I had to, if I had to hang out with any of them, it would be Iron Man. He's the well, one that appeals because of my his, 
It's you know, superhero quality is wealth, isn't it? That's, yes. Well, that's not why. It's because I have a fear of creased clothing. You know that. Okay. And he's and smooth. I, he's I would say smooth. that... Well, he's Iron Man, isn't he? Mm. I would say, oh, I as, see. I would say it. it as more of a command to him... Mm-hmm. And perhaps in a Geordie accent. I don't think Tony Stark, the, the man who's inside the thing, does any ironing. He's a, he's a millionaire playboy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting better all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, he, yeah, he's one of the... I would say, if you saw um, DC Comics and Marvel Comics as the two big rivals, obviously, mm-hmm. then he is the sort of um, the reflection of Batman... Who also, whose superpower is rich. <laughs> so if you're very rich, you can get quite a lot of machinery and you've got time to get super fit as well. Mm-hmm. Batman, I know he doesn't fit into this because they only watch Marvel stuff, but he, um, he, it's took a toll on him, I should think, all that, you know, swinging off buildings and Oh, I didn't know he got involved in that. Oh, God, he does a lot of that. And also, they said that um, Spider-Man will uh, suffer because he has a lot of uh, sleepless nights fighting crime. <laughs> yeah. Well, they... they yeah, that's taking the lyric to literally, you know, that in the dead of night at the scene of a crime. You know that from the Spider-Man Spider-Man. Song? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I would say, in my memory of the comics and the films, I would say the majority of his activity is in broad daylight. Yeah. Is it? Also, I would say that a bigger threat to Spider-Man is if he marries and uh, and his wife eats him after the marital congress. That is, that's Surely something that's... he needs to be careful Can I of. say what I think Spider-Man has to watch in Spider-Man. old age? No. <laughs> <laughs> you do, who was nominated or perhaps won an Oscar for Kramer versus Kramer? Was it Dustin Hoffman? No, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Spider-Man is living in our world. He's going to have to play by our rules. Spider-Man. Mm. I suppose once you've been, you've survived being bitten by a radioactive <laughs> spider, you can get overconfident, you know what I mean? You can think... Spider-Man, <laughs> what I would say to you, Frank, is that... His issue is going to be related to wearing... He's committed to an outfit, which I'm afraid is going to be quite unforgiving in oh, later yeah, years. Oh, yeah, like football fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fabric has not been thought through. It is not a long-time friend to him. I know. I mean, well, Bill Shatner just got a corset. <laughs> Simple as that. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the... <laughs> Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Oh, I, uh, I've come <sighs> bearing a text message from 102 mm. who says... Oh, all right, Casper. A, <laughs> a quick calculation... <laughs> Tells me Frank has said the top of the hour bit over one and a half thousand times and still can't remember it. Maybe this should be Frank's New Year resolution. Yes, it's um, yeah, that would be quite good to learn it. I have tried doing it for various reasons. Tried doing it off Part the top of the problem, my head. Though, is you'll go to all the trouble of learning it, and then you know next year there will be another method of communication. You'll be saying well, messages on wigwam or. You know, th- yeah. Well, the you know the, KG- the KGB on... will have seized the internet from us, and there'll be yeah. no, there will be no addresses. Exactly. 
that. Might get away with texting if we're lucky. 532, mm-hmm. just to pass on, has got in touch to say, I can't let today's show pass. Fortunately, they go on. Yeah. Without commenting on Frank's reading of Michael on Wednesday night's Sky Arts programme. What programme? Wow, I cried my heart out. Oh. That is all. Yes, um, so did I. I have to say, yeah. I on my um, I'm doing a do- in case you know, I'm doing a documentary with um, Denise Minor about very good reviews um, about Wordsworth. <laughs> yeah, I did a bad thing this week because I have to <laughs> I had to send my um, COVID test results to Emily and the producer, and I I lay the little plastic thing on on top of a five star <laughs> yeah. review that I had in the Times. I know, sister. As background. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit naughty. Nevertheless, um, yeah, I so I I read a poem called Michael, which always makes me cry, basically, and I cried. And also this week, my brother-in-law Jack was on um, Desert Island Discs last Sunday. Oh, I must hear that. Jack Thorne, I advise you to check it out. It was a brilliant Desert Island disc, but he cried as well. So the whole family's blarting. Mm. All over the place. Um, it's not big news anymore. There's so much blarting on the telly. I mean, can yeah. imagine it's a Strictly final tonight. Imagine the tears. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is it tonight? Yeah. Whereas when I um, is when Johannes I, still in it, Frank? Oh yeah. Oh, well, then t- there'll definitely be tears. There's only two couples in the final. Oh, yeah. Because uh, poor old AJ has got a bad foot. Oh dear. So um, I remember. So we both cried this week, coincidentally in, in um, various forms of the media. And I remember when Mylene Class cried mm. on my uh, chat show, it was like headline news. Really? And now there's people crying all over. Well, as we know, there's one show which is based around the premise. I mean, it's a prerequisite. You have to sign a contract, I believe, that you will cry when you oh. go on. We know which one that is. Is that um, Piers Morgan's <laughs> Thingy Lives? <laughs> Piers Morgan's thingy lives. I can't is remember. Is that like thingy That's... Frederick Handel? I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's called Piers Morgan's Life Stories. Thingy. <laughs> um, P-M-S. Okay. I missed out the L-S. I know, but I missed that a bit out. <laughs> national treasure? <laughs> Will he be the last person to be called a national treasure in the public eye if there was a list? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, when when Mylene Class cried, I remember I called for um, tissues, and and one of the sort of production team brought on tissues, and put them about six foot away from the sofa I was oh. on, and I said in the midst of this emotional moment, "They're no good there, are they?" <laughs> um, with with an expletive as well in there. Um, so that was that dragged it all down, but anyway, yeah, a lot of tears about. But thanks for that. It was uh, it was genuine from the heart stuff, as was um, Jack Thorne's. Listen, honestly, that's a great Desert Island Discs. Um, it'll get you right there. Um, on this um, thing about Marvel heroes getting aches and pains and illnesses, mm-hmm. I um, I saw um, Spider Man No Way Home this week mm. and there's a bit in that where what about I, don't the night bit, bus? I don't think this is a spoiler it's got a, it's got a bit of a, a back issue 
And let's say a fellow crime fighter, to avoid spider, uh, mm. spiders, spiders, spoilers, mm. <laughs> um, does that thing, you know when um, you, you sort of fold your arms angel-like and then someone gets behind you and really squeezes oh, yeah. you and your back goes... <coughs> Is it a real thing and does it work there? Because it works for Spider-Man perfectly in the film. What do you mean? What does it do It looks a bit like the Heimlich, but it makes your back crack. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'll tell you the closest... You ever done it, Al? Yeah, I've um, I've, I've had a go at all of it. Does it work? Extraordinary. <laughs> uh, I think it... I think it feels a release, but I think it's also what chiropractors do, isn't it? In a in a sense, it's basically like an adjustment. It's I don't know if it's good or bad or indifferent. I no, think I'm not saying happens. don't do it this Christmas. I just no. wonder if it's real. It's like in, in football, if somebody dislocated a shoulder, you'd see a bloke come on in a flat cap with a bucket uh-huh. and a sponge, and he'd just get his arm and just swing it round till it went back into the socket. And similarly, yeah. in uh, Madonna's film. Truth or Dare, mm. in bed with Madonna, called uh, Regional Variations Applied, to oh, the okay. title. Mm-hmm. But you would see her, that was part of her pre-gig ritual, was that she would have someone swiveling her neck, essentially, and mm. clicking it, it back into place. Yeah, you would hear the I believe, crack. I believe Mel Gibson's character in Lethal Weapon also dislocated his shoulder, but that was fiction. That's not... Um, yeah, I would have thought Madonna. If you imagine how Madonna's staff feel about her, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't let them anywhere near a neck-breaking situation. The temptation to just snap it like a carrot must have been heavy in the air. That's a good point, actually. Mm. Would dictators ever get a wet shave when they're at the bar? No, exactly. <laughs> you you got to be careful. I have Can I ask to say. a question? I don't know why this suddenly occurred to me. Do I have to... Should I leave my postman? Do I have to give him some money? Because um, it's Christmas. Is he a regular postman? Oh, he's one of my regulars, yeah. We have conversations and all sorts. How does one deal with this? 8, 12, 15. Well, I don't want to say yes in case <laughs> my postman is listening. Would you give your yeah. postman money? I did last year, but I think that's because she battled on um, mm. through... Um, Covid and all that. I just so. don't want to put in cash in an envelope. It's all a bit. Oh, I don't do the envelope. What I does do that one thing do? like when you used to work cash in hand. When you walk up and sort of put it in their pocket and look look in the other direction, all sort of surreptitious. Oh, oh yeah, I love that. It's not good. It's, it's, I like a bit of that. Nah. By the way, when we went, I took my son, who was nine, to see um, Spider Man No Way Home, and at the end of it. I said, what did you think? He said, that's never happened to me before. And I said, what happened? He said, I, I cried. Oh. I cried at the sad bit. And that's the first time he's cried at a film. It's quite a moment. Miling class and then Buzz. Do you Who remember? Next? Yeah, it's been, it's been a very teary you week in, virgin, in our family. You and the virgin tears, Frank. Yeah, I am. Um, what Can you remember the first film you cried at? I think I can. I can, very definitely. Go on. Mine was The Outsiders. Mm. Which was a film that starred all the original sort of Brat Pack actors. First time I ever saw Tom Cruise, pre his teeth being fixed. Anyway, based on the Essie Hinton novel for youths, wonderful film. I I, I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but I'm afraid... um, Oh, it makes me cry thinking about it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Well, I'm not going to ruin it, but there's a line where someone says, stay gold, pony boy. I'm actually welling up thinking Stay gold, pony boy. Oh, it's making me cry. Oh, I've got tears in my eyes. Doesn't Hagrid... I've got tears in my eyes. Doesn't Hagrid say that to one of the centaurs? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just saying house. it's in a hospital, okay? <laughs> I get it. My eyes. My eyes. My eyes. When was the first time you cried, Frank Skinner? Mine was um, Love Me Tender, Elvis Presley. He dies and his ghost, his ghost appears at the graveside singing Love Me Tender. Now I'm actually crying. Yes, it was uh, Mm -hmm. awful. Awful. I think the first time I cried at the film was when I had to pay my own ticket. Every now and again, we get a text that I don't think is meant for the radio show. I think it's a text between friends or perhaps a, a married couple or something. Okay. And um, and Frank one has just come in. Sometimes texts Kath by mistake. Um, one two four has just texted. Okay, just gonna clean rabbits. Kiss kiss. I don't think that's for us. No, I, I don't think that's. But I'm glad that they're being cleaned. I was fair. when I had rabbit. I had a rabbit, and I was. Uh, well, so did I. You can t- <laughs> just to give you a, a sense. All the ladies out there. Yes, uh, I, I, I decided to keep going. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, please let me off the hook. Let me off the embarrassment hook. Um. Yeah, I had a rabbit called a chubby checker, which gives you a sense of when that might have been. And mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't clean him often enough. He looked like he, oh, he looked like a like a snooker table. He's you got it. They got it. Oh, they're so. Pro. He didn't get the mix of attack. No, no, he didn't get that. We've also had an answer for Emily about tipping the postman. One six one has texted. Well, it sounds a I'm bit a... nefarious when you put it like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 161, I'm a postman and it's lovely to receive a tip. Oh, good. You tip a waiter or bellboy for a one-off service. True. Postmen and women deliver every day, come rain or shine. A few kind words in a card goes a long way. Does it? Okay. Um, Oh, that's all they want, a few kind words. Well, that's exactly what I was going to go. Also, I've got to pick you up on a couple of points. I don't tip a waiter or a bellboy for a one-off service. So um, I think we're all aware of that. Be careful what you assume there, 161. I don't know if a bellboy, if I saw one. Aren't they just in, like, 1950s American movies? I don't tip a bellboy because I don't live in a really wilder comedy. Yeah, exactly. I I don't share a house with Cinderella. (laughs) (laughs) Bellboy? I've never. I heard such talk. Well, oh, I well, have, but not for 40 years. last time I heard such talk was Elvis. Oh, yeah. Ranting about... People, what was he ranting? freaks, carry your luggage, hanging around working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was one of his stranger moments, but Elvis's strangeness is in some ways even better than his talent. I love that he had the strange moments, mm. you know. And I've got my eye on an Elvis cape, like the black one he wore for his meeting with Richard Nixon. Oh, we'll yes. get on to that another time. I am. Um, can I say, by the way, that when I went to see the, the new Spider-Man movie outside the cinema, you know that old-fashioned thing where you can put letters. There's like a white awning. And you can put letters on to say the name of the film. You know that thing? It's, it's like those things people have on their fridge, fridge poetry. Mm-hmm. And they'd written on it, um, not on the web, on the cinema. Oh, and I thought it's a lot of effort for another old web pun, isn't it? But <laughs> also good on the them. web, I mean, come on. Yes. Um, <laughs> can I talk to you about... It's that time, actually, where I want to discuss the Christmas meal. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I pro- think I know which one this is going to be. There's, there's a high-profile Christmas meal been in all the papers this You've week. You've got it. If you're thinking of the one I'm thinking of, it's the school in West Sussex. They've been lambasted by parents, not based it. Were they self-lambasting? <laughs> <laughs> I knew he couldn't resist. <laughs> Beautiful. After <laughs> serving up this school, a, I'm going to go grim. It was Brothers Grimm this Christmas mm-hmm. dinner, wasn't it? The students uploaded the photos online, mm. revealing the meal, which, I mean, it, they... It was a sorry affair. It was excessively dry, the bat. I'll tell you what, as the, as the fez is at the table, let's make this a <laughs> uh, sparse Christmas meal cliffhanger. And we'll come back to what it actually contains. So far, we've got a white... On buttered bap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the first component. Yeah. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We gave our two postmen hmm. some chocolates and a card, mainly to make us feel better about our dog barking every time they come to our door. Oh, but that's a tradition, mm. isn't it? You gotta have that. I mean, I don't know if Nick Saunders lives on a street in the Beano. It but sounds so no. sort of tradcore, all of this. I went to a fun fair this week with um, with Bars Andy's friend of a, of a similar age, and his friend said to me, "I think that those cans that you have to knock over," I, he said, "I haven't seen any of the bottom row knocked over. I think they might be glued to the thing." Wow! And I thought, "Well, I should hope so. It's a fair." Unless they're breaking some long <laughs> tradition. But he became very alarmed by it and couldn't take his eye. He kept watching, waiting to see if any of the lower things went over. And I think sometimes mm. you just accept dogs fight um, post people yeah. and um, you're not going to knock those cans over most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Oh, there, must be one, there must be one stack that'll go. I sort of accept that. I think it's um, yeah. tradition. Anyway, sorry, we got a white dry bap. We got a white, allegedly a bap. I mean, what did it look like? Two bits of old sponge. Well. Mm. No butter. Or margarine. Within it, there was a slither of turkey. I would say the turkey, I would describe it. Do you remember when Lady Sov was in the Big Brother house? I do. And she used a unit of measurement, Frank. Do you remember what that unit of measurement was? Oh, now that... Yeah. Do you want me to remind I, I, you? Go on. I've never was forgotten it? it. Do you remember it, Al? Was it soups on? No. She said, how much do you want? And she said, sort of a cat's paw. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> a cat's paw. Was that a measure in a, a drink? It was a measure you? of drink. She wanted a cat's paw's worth. And I thought, Frank really appeal to you that she'd sort of come up with this unique measuring system so if we're going to stay within the animal family mm. I mm-hmm. would describe the turkey as a sort of squirrel's cape yeah ah. but okay. a squirrel's cape I thought I actually <laughs> thought that uh, I love the idea of a squirrel's cape okay the trouble is with the squirrel's cape it wouldn't hang very easy because of the tail mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Perhaps another animal I will accept no but I like a squirrel's cape so it's the right I. size me too I mean, we could go... We could meet in the middle, perhaps. Ferrets. Mm. Hamster. Waistcoat. I think a ferret's cape would have to be a bit longer. Yeah, I They're think very long do... in the trunk. Yeah. I think given that it's a foodstuff, hamster is probably confusing. Yeah, that is, yeah. Gerbil's cape. 
Too well, fat. Maybe. Anyway, it okay. was. I thought it was a reasonable <laughs> slice of turkey, personally. Did you? And I thought quite a. I thought a generous honk of stuffing. <laughs> and what about pig in a blanket? Well, one pig in a Singular. blanket. Yeah. Problematic. Um, I was. I was. It, from a distance, it looked a bit like a nativity scene with the baby Jesus <laughs> in front of a of a bale of hay. He was wrapped <laughs> in a lovely blanket. Yeah. Now, well, the parents. No sign of the nine magi. <laughs> Where were Casper, Melchior, and Balthazar? Yeah. Um, as I used to say regularly in my youth yeah. at my parties. <laughs> Is that your your fellow <laughs> godchildren or whatever it was? Can't remember. Um, yeah, so it was. It was. I didn't think it was that. But the the big argument was it was three pounds fifty. Yeah, I think that's a real deal. I think that's reasonable. Three pounds fifty. Well, isn't my it? son told me that at his school the Christmas dinner is free. Wow, good old Marcus Rashford. Yeah. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Lisa Binney. Oh, yeah. This is why I love Lisa. our readers. Well, <laughs> this is why I love our readers, for this and so many other reasons. The fact that she knows this. Lisa Binney has pointed out, we were talking about Lady Sov and the unit of measurement she referred to, which was, Frank? The cat's paw. The cat's paw. Mm -hmm. And Lisa Binney has pointed out, Lady Sov had actually stolen a cat's paw, close quotes, of mashed potato. Oh, had she? So I think there was a debate going on. Oh, in the look, big it was only house. a cat's yeah, paw. Yeah, it was only a cat's paw. Yeah, fair enough. More often served in a dollop, isn't it? Mashed potato. Exactly. Well, they have those. You know those fabulous. Um, they look a bit, a, a bit like the thing that. Um, Atlas is holding up outside the Rockefeller Centre in New York. Mm. It was a scoop and then a, a sort of a silver bar would slide across it, releasing the mashed potato from yeah. its mm -hmm. little cave. Lovely. We were talking earlier about the school dinner at the school in West Sussex, which parents were so incensed by. I mean, yeah. some of the comments, one parent said it was like something out of Oliver Twist. Got a bit of breaking news on that, actually. The school, have, um, they've acted swiftly and banned camera phones. That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, that, rather than, they should have done that. Improving the dinner. They also, <laughs> Al, they also, someone else said, my dog eats better for half the price. Yeah, I don't believe that. I find dog food Send quite me the expensive. details, mate, because well, it's, it's a rip-off, innit? <laughs> whose dog doesn't? My, I was eating fish fingers last night. My dog had lamb terrine. Wow. This is the modern mm -hmm. world for dogs. Wow. One of the, oh, uh, the problem is that the schools are kind of normal schools because a posh school could style it out, couldn't they? They should. They could just say like it's a suggestion of turkey lounging on a soup son of, uh, <laughs> okay. of bread with a with a hint of pig in blanket. That's what they could do. You're Can right. I say, it's a fine dining menu. I at the risk of sounding like an old bag. <laughs> that ship sailed many years ago, I hear you say. Great, great, great prefix. <laughs> at the risk, <laughs> at the certain risk of sounding like an old bag, I can remember, yes, I'm going there, I mean, the idea of me as a child coming home and saying to my parents, I didn't like the food I was served, and them taking mm. me remotely seriously mm. was laughable. My mother would have said, you're a child, you get what you're given. 
Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think we've. I think there's been some progress, but I know what oh, you mean. Oh, that's a shame. I think that one of the teachers <laughs> said that they had prepared nice food, but the, the dog ran off with it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first time in history a teacher has said to a pupil, aren't you chewing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. And the next one. Um, yeah. We did, though. Let's did you see that, that one of the parents said that the school should hang their heads in <laughs> shame? And the head said, no, we're not, we're not having that. You can't. Corporal punishment. <laughs> Capital punishment is done. <laughs> Guys, they said it's like something out of Oliver Twist. We were regularly given semolina, lumpy custard. Ooh, I mean, what do love. these children want? Salt bay steaks I, with garlic. I love school. school dinners. Was much better than what I got at home. I love school dinners yeah, I when I was at school. It's great. And I did get them free, like Marcus Rashford. Yeah. The trouble is with Marcus Rashford, I think him and Jamie Oliver have gone a bit like Bob Geldof and Bono. They're sort of <laughs> treading on each other's toes and the whole system's collapsed. I mean, it was a bit... It was. Uh, they didn't look like the best school dinner, but, you know, you're at school. What do you want, San Lorenzo? Come on. You tell him. Al's got that free school dinner singing because I mentioned he went to drama school. What a lovely Christmassy <laughs> note to end it on, boys. So, look. Um, oh, well, yeah, I've got some uh, stuff. By the way, I'm wearing a jumper knitted by Judith, which is the mother of the uh, producer, Sarah. Um, and it's very wow. nice. I haven't had a hand-knitted jumper since I was at school. And it feels all like I've had it for years, cosy and lovely, and it looks great. We've got a photo. We're sticking up. She's yeah. done a great job. God lovely. bless you, Judy. Thank you for that. You're on the Smeads. What's that? <laughs> the social meads. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. The Smeads. The, I didn't know they were called that. They're oh, not. such an education, mm-hmm. this I don't know thing. if they are, but anyway. Next week, um, we won't be live. And I know normally when we're not live on uh, Christmas, it's Christmas Day, actually, mm-hmm. next week, uh, normally it's a greatest hits. Yeah. But um, this uh, Christmas Day... There is a greatest hits, but only on in podcast form, not being broadcast on Absolute Radio. I know what you're thinking. As Churchill said, this may not be the beginning of the end, but it could be the end of the beginning. Um, anyway, then on New Year's Day, there will be an, uh, the second half of our best of, and um, it, that will be on Absolute Radio and all the decade stations, and that's that's New Year's Day, as I say. And then there'll be a podcast for that. Does that make sense? So next week we're in podcast mm-hmm. form only, and the week after that we're broadcast and podcast our greatest hits. And it's not one of those, you know, volume two of greatest hits you get with albums and stuff, they're really scratching together mm-hmm. the sort of uh, school Christmas dinner of Christmas mm-hmm. hits. There's a bit of this and a bit of... We, we, we balance them so they're... They're both beautifully fabulous. They're great. I think Al said they're the best two shows of the year. Because they're the best bits. Full of best bits. Yeah. Um, I think we come to the end. Um, By the way, we also won something for being... I don't really understand what it is, but we're one of the Amazon best podcasts of the year, voted for by listeners. So thank you for voting for us. Yeah. that's it for um, 2021 as far as live um, is concerned on this show. Thank you so much for being with us this year. I hope you all have a fantastic Christmas and get to spend times with your loved ones and in some cases, your family. <laughs> and um, you know what? It's a good Lord Spares and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next 
moment. Three weeks. Yeah, then. Um, <laughs> thanks so much. Now get out. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.